pilgrims. It's time for your favorite world-traveling, Bible-toting, soul-winning, Satan-hating, tried, tested, and triumphant host, Pastor A.J. Harold. Just a quick reminder to not be weary in well-doing, for as peculiar pilgrims, we're just watching, waiting, and working. Buckle up, and let's ride. Many of you have heard the cliche, time waits for no one. But actually, the full cliche is, time and tide wait for no man. The definition or explanation of the cliche is simple. No one can stop or control time. This expression has existed since the at least 1200s. One of the earliest usage is from St. Mar in 1225. Tide refers to the sea's tide and time obviously refers to time itself. One man said, while the exact origin of this phrase is unclear, it comes from the unstoppable march of time. For example, I cannot believe that today, February 16th, is my daughter Symphony's 21st birthday. How in the actual world did that happen? I remember like yesterday, the day that she was born just 21 years ago. The day of her birth will always remain a highlight in my life. Happy birthday, Miss Symphony. When I was a child, I remember playing many games on the playground during school. You had kickball, dodgeball, foursquare, hopscotch, cowboys and Indians, freeze tag, cops and robbers, baseball, basketball, and really many, many others. I remember when a child would uh, how do you say this? He would practically cheat, okay? I remember when a child would practically cheat when things weren't going his way by yelling, time out. <laughs> it didn't matter what the situation was. If that child thought he was getting ready to get out, he would yell, time out. I mean, timeouts were used to pause the game. Whatever happened during a timeout didn't count. It didn't count for and it didn't count against you in the game. So, when someone knew something wasn't really going well or going their way, they would yell, time out, to stop the inevitable. Well, from my point of view, things are not going very well, so I'd like to call a time out. I'd like to pause this game of life we're playing for a brief moment to talk to you about time time itself. Two episodes ago, we learned that you can spend or invest in your child. You could spend on your child or you could invest in your child. Well, in this week's episode, I'd like to encourage you to invest your time wisely. Now, some say that time is moving so slowly. Others say that time is flying and there are even some who would say that time is moving backwards because it's so slow to them. Or some would even say that time seems to stand still. One thing and only one is true. 
Time is constantly ticking away, literally counting down to the point in the future where time shall be no more. Jesus is coming again to rapture his bride, his church away. It could be today for no man knows the hour. We live in a time where believers don't live in such a way where that appears to be true to them. Believers are in love with themselves and their idols. Believers are also deceived. I watch some from time to time who fill their time with vain or empty things. Yet this is what they say. They say they're so busy and they wear it like a badge of honor that the Apostle Paul himself will one day be handed out in heaven. 1 John chapter 2, verse 15 says, Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. One way to examine your love is to see how you steward your time. Is what you choose to be busy with really a good use or stewardship of your time? You can say that you don't love the world with your words, but what do you do with your actions? What do your actions say about how you are stewarding your time? We've all heard the saying, your walk talks and your talk talks, but your walk talks louder than your talk talks. My dad used to say it this way, what you're doing is speaking so loud that I cannot hear what you're actually saying. What are you doing with your time? 1 John chapter 2, verse 16 says, For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. If your time is consumed with the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes and the pride of life, then may I submit to you that you are not being a good steward of your time. You may think, what's the big deal? I'm not really hurting myself or anyone else, really, with this specific activity. Well, notice 1 John chapter 2, verse 17, in light of the subject of the stewardship of your personal time. 1 John 2, 17 says, And the world passeth away, and the lust thereof. But he that doeth the will of God abideth forever. Listen now, as I reread those three verses together, 1 John 2, verse 15, 16, and 17. I'd like to read them together. Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world passeth away, and the lust thereof. But he that doeth the will of God abideth forever. In my opinion, there are three basic things that you can do with time. You can waste time, spend time, and invest time. Let's address what is meant by waste time. First, let's define the word waste. Waste can be defined as to diminish by gradual dissipation 
or loss. You can waste your time and then find yourself diminishing or wasting away. You can lose your drive, your focus, your care, even your mental health. Your reasoning begins to become flawed. You stop believing the truth. You even doubt the truth in some areas. You're wasting your time, and the wasting of your time encourages you to doubt your beliefs and in turn, believe your doubts. Let that sink in. When you doubt your beliefs, in turn, you begin to believe your doubts. I want to encourage you not to live here. Don't live in a place of waste. Another definition of waste is to suffer, to be lost unnecessarily, or to throw away. To suffer, to be lost unnecessarily, or to throw away. Pilgrims, we are all given 24 hours a day. I want to encourage you to steward each second wisely. The second thing that we can do with our time, instead of wasting it, we can spend it. Spending the time versus wasting the time can be clearly defined this way. Spending time is bestowing for any purpose, often with, on, or upon. So you have a specific purpose in mind that you are going to bestow your time with or on. It is folly to spend words in debate or in trifling times. The key difference from our admonition is to bestow for any purpose. When you waste time, you have no purpose. You literally place your time in, in basically wasted space. But when you spend your time, you consider the purpose on which you are bestowing that time. Let me give you an example. Playing golf could be a complete and total waste of time. Proverbs 11.1 1 says, A false balance is abomination to the Lord, but a just weight is his delight. A good rule to follow is to check the time that you allot for any given activity. You can waste time playing golf or spend time playing golf. Now, I do believe it's a good time to come apart before you come apart. So I'm not against playing golf or whatever your hobby is. I believe it's a good thing to come apart from the busyness of life so that you don't come apart. I believe that's also essential in prayer. If you don't come apart from the battlefield from time to time and spend some time in your war wound, if you're not in that war room walking and talking with God, you're going to come apart. So again, I do believe that it's a good thing to spend the time to come apart so that you don't come apart. So playing golf or any other activity that is enjoyable to you is a good thing. But having a purpose in what you do will enable you to spend your time wisely. Let me further explain by defining invest, and then I'll put all three together. Invest is defined as to adorn, 
to grace, as to invest with honor. Now, here's the scenario. I hope this scenario will put all three of these, waste, spend, and time together. Here's the scenario. Let's use the name Bob. Bob is married. He has two and a half children. <laughs> That's the average, you know, two and a half. <laughs> he should be working a nine to five, but instead he works here and there, kind of whenever he wants to or he gets around to it. And he takes what he does make and he provides a little bit, you know, whatever comes in. But his golf game is amazing. He plays golf four days a week. He then finds himself in, in, in a prayer meeting on a midweek service at his church. And when he's at church, he asks the folks in his prayer meeting to pray for him and his financial situation to improve. As soon as the prayer meeting is over, another man who was in church, he privately comes up to Bob and he offers Bob a full-time job with great pay and tremendous benefits for himself, for his wife, and his two and a half children. <laughs> the only issue is that Bob understands that he's not going to be able to hit the green and play golf near as much as he did, and maybe not at all for the foreseeable future. So what he does is he immediately rejects the offer, stating that he's swamped and doesn't have the time that it would take for that kind of schedule and commitment. Then Bob asks the man to please pray for him and his financial obligations and situation. Now, with the little information that you have in this completely made-up story, was Bob wasting, spending, or investing his time? In my opinion, and since this, is, is, since this is my podcast, that's what we're going with. Bob wasted his time. Again, we're going with my opinion, but he wasted his time. And in turn, he missed out on a major opportunity that would have been good for himself, for his wife, and his two and a half children. Again, golf isn't bad. If you happen to enjoy golf or whatever your hobby is that you enjoy, I encourage you to spend some time doing that thing. But this is what I really want to encourage you to do. Invest every moment of every day in eternity. I use the illustration of golf for a reason. Now, I am not a golfer. I went out one time years ago, I'm talking maybe 15 years ago, and I played golf on a par three golf course with my brother-in-laws, and I had a good time. I went one time to a driving range, again, this is like maybe, maybe 20 years ago, with a college buddy. I mean, I went to a driving range and we had a good time, but, you know, I had never golfed since then. Several months ago, though, I went golfing with three preacher friends. And let me be honest with you, I didn't really golf at all. In fact, I didn't golf at all. I just went with them while they golfed. And let me tell you, it was an investment of my time to the fullest. 
And it wasn't an investment because I didn't play. That's not what I mean at all. By going with them, walking the greens with them, learning a little bit about the game. But while we were walking and golfing, we talked ministry. We talked about past ministry, present ministry, and future ministry. One particular man really poured into me, and I tried to pour into him. I tried to, while golfing, while walking with them while they were playing golf, we tried to invest in one another. You see, whatever activity you're doing, you could waste the time completely. You could spend the time, which isn't necessarily bad, or you can invest the time even in something as simple as playing golf. We didn't know each other, that particular man who poured into me. We didn't know each other before that time. But since that time, we have kept in constant, really, communication and even pray for one another. And at times, I've shared burdens with him and he shared burdens with me. Although we were golfing, we were investing our time. Without going too deeply, I want to encourage you to invest your time, spend your time, but don't waste your time. While driving alone, you can invest that time by singing to the Lord, meditating on His Word, listening to preaching, listening to the Word of God on an app, or praying for somebody else. You can invest that time while you're driving alone by calling someone that the Lord has placed upon your heart and pray with them. I remember while exercising in the gym, a pastor I knew came into my mind. So I just went into the uh, basketball court, that part of the gym, and I walked around. I made a phone call to that pastor, and I said, the Lord put you on my heart, brother. Let's just pray right now. Is there anything I can pray with you about? Now, of course, he let me pray with him, but I do that often. What about your time with the Lord? I was listening to Pastor Jerry Scheidbach, as I do every week. And this week when I heard him, he said something like this regarding our Bible time. He said, underneath the umbrella of one hour versus one minute. The feeling of one hour versus the feeling of one minute. The feeling is different based upon who you are with and what your purpose is at that moment. We all know people who are, when they're around us just for a few minutes, it feels like hours. <laughs> and then we have a few friends that when we're together for a few hours, it feels as only just a few minutes have passed by. What's the difference? Well, who you are with makes all of the difference. Maybe you'll pray longer by investing more time in prayer if you stop to think who you are actually praying to, who you are actually talking to, who you're actually communing with as friend with friend. Maybe you'll read your Bible a little bit more if you stop and think who is actually talking to you through his word. Let me conclude by reading to you several verses from Ephesians chapter 5, basically verses 1 through 17. 
We want to close this episode down this way. Ephesians 5. Be ye therefore followers of God as dear children, and walk in love as Christ also hath loved us, and hath given himself for us an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling savor. But fornication and all uncleanness or covetousness, let it not be once named among you as becometh saints. Do you understand, church? Listen, pilgrims, listen. We can waste our time with fornication, uncleanness, or covetousness. But the Word of God commands us to let it not be once named among us. That's not what is becoming of a saint. So we should spend and invest our time wisely. The verse continues. Verse 4 says, Neither filthiness, nor foolish talking, nor jesting, which are not convenient, but rather giving of thanks. For this ye know, that no whoremonger, nor unclean person, nor covetous man who is an idolater, have any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ, and of God. Let no man deceive you with vain words, for because of these things cometh the wrath of God upon the children of disobedience. But not, or excuse me, be not ye therefore partakers with them. For ye were sometimes darkness, but now are ye light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. For the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness and righteousness and truth, proving what is acceptable unto the Lord. We're almost done with this episode, but I want to encourage you. Are you wasting time, spending time, or investing time? I would encourage you, as verse 10 says, proving what is acceptable unto the Lord. I would encourage you to examine yourself and just ask God, am I wasting time? Am I spending time, which isn't necessarily bad, but as you spend the time recharging, recalibrating, recouping, even in those moments of spending time, you can translate that into investing time. While you're golfing, while you're fishing, while you're hunting, while you're relaxing, you could actually engage in eternal action at the same time. Verse 11 says, And have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather reprove them. For it is a shame even to speak of those things which are done of them in secret, but all things that are reproved are made manifest by the light, for whosoever doth make manifest is light. Wherefore, he saith, Awake thou that sleepest, and arise from the dead, and Christ shall give thee light. See then that ye walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise. This is key. Redeeming the time, because the days are evil. Wherefore, be ye not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. Pilgrims, redeem the time. Spend some, invest some, but don't ever waste 
any time because time waits for no one. Remember that and never let up. Thank you for listening and I want to encourage you to subscribe to this podcast and share it with your friends and family. We would not exist if it were not for pilgrims just like you. If you'd like to donate to help us with the cost of these productions, use Cash App at Peculiar Pilgrims and you won't regret it. Also, you can email us anytime with your compliments, complaints, critiques, and even criticism at Peculiar Pilgrims Podcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time, fellow pilgrims, never let up.